nice to see you. I, I recognize you. It's a relief that when we finally meet, she is who she says she is, and even more beautiful than I imagine. Sometimes I feel like I've been waiting my whole life. Here we are, our second life is transposing into real life. I don't know if I'm going to be interrupted here. I think it becomes a problem when you ignore your first life. She feels alive, and it feels like a real life. Things are real because they're there with us and we believe in them. And if they're simulated on a digital computer, it doesn't make any difference to us. I'm usually on my computer 15 to 20 hours a day. That's why it's called the web, because you get stuck in it. virtual world must contain some sort of danger and risk and possibility of pain or loss to be interesting. Where did I go? Where... In order for me to live my real life, she needs to give up hers. just now and I started talking <laughs> yeah you did hey okay. guess what guys it's not Anthony and hey we're here and it's Glenn and Aaron here for the parts from parts unknown podcast and we're here to talk about a documentary that came out in 2010 called life 2.0 which is about the video game second life and it's also about addiction that people have to this game multiple personalities speaking to the third person Apparently making lots of cash, but not flaunting it. Uh, so from there, we were just going to have a discussion. Ooh, right? <laughs> I know I know. people are used to doing the recaps, but this movie, this documentary was very fascinating. So instead of just wasting time on a recap, I'd rather just talk about it as we go. Because this, as the documentary went on, I became more intrigued and also creeped out. And then the way it ends, I'm kind of like, I don't know if you're still trying to make me feel for this guy but he's still kind of a creeper so no i don't think we were supposed to to feel for him uh at all really i guess i, I felt like that's what they were kind of going for like at the very very end and then i also thought for a little bit like the guy making the documentary was also that person because every time they showed the documentarian in second life he had like cowboy hat and glasses on and he looked really similar to the guy who thought he was well who played as a little girl in Second Life, but it wasn't him. So, huh? That's a good point. Yeah, it might have been him. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't a, think so. Well, it, it, was it a cowboy hat or was it a fedora? It was I want to say hat. fedora. It was was very, it a cowboy hat? Yeah, it was broad. It was a. It was I've a never seen cowboys uh, wear those kind of glasses and like that type of sweater vest. That's why I was inclined to say fedora. <laughs> well, um, that's because they don't, but. Mm. In Second Life, you can, because Second Life is its own world. 
So out of basically the three people that they followed, who whose story did you find the most fascinating? Oh wow! Uh, oh Jesus! Okay, okay. First off, just so you guys have some context here, if you haven't seen the documentary yet, uh, the first story is about a guy in his late twenties. I'm assuming who. When he goes on to Afterlife, Afterlife, fucking, I'm never going to stop. He's going to say Afterlife the whole podcast. When he goes on to Afterlife, uh, what he does is he pretends he's a little girl and he just likes dancing, and it makes him super popular. Uh, He's on their version of the TMZ, so of the TMZ, which is some real shit. Like if you YouTube that, they actually have that fucking gossip. Wow, dude. Uh, So you know he was kind of whatever, and then there were these two grown up uh, adults. One chick from New York. The dude was from. the angriest village in Canada, if I had to wager a guess. <laughs> yeah. And they started fucking each other online, even though they're both married to other people. So they decide to meet up, and they have, like, a bang fest. And then she leaves her husband for the dude, and the guy moves from Canada to New York to be with this woman and her kids because uh, it's a, a great idea. engagement. He, doesn't, he never yeah. says he's going to officially move there. And then he can't get his green card and... He can't get his green card. He, he yelled at her because they were trying to plant shrubs, and he was doing it wrong or some darling, shit. Darling, like, my darling, my darling. Dude, he he said he dropped hard fucks on her like four in about twelve seconds. I mean, like the thing some is, like, serious he never, anger. He never talked dude. about the. Uh, I never heard him really say darling until in person. Like yeah. it was his way of trying to calm himself. And I I don't know about you, but I, I watched this with my significant other. I watched this with my girlfriend. Yeah, I did too. Uh, and she Not your was like, huh? I said, not your girlfriend, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I'd be traveling faster than Claire Underwood does in House of Cards. Right. Uh, getting to Iowa. But, no, um, but they're just, she even says right off the bat, and I thought it, too. She's like, there's just something off about him whenever you first meet him in person. Yeah. Like, You're right. There, He seems, she seems really into it. And strangely enough, like. They're, to a degree, they all kind of look like their avatars. Usually, they're kind of like exaggerated, beautiful versions well, of themselves. It, it, except for my darling Asri Falcone, and I, you know, I loved her. I thought she was great. Uh, but I mean, come on, this, that's what I said. Real. They were exaggerated, beautiful version of themselves. Yeah. Ex- but the lady, the wife, who left her husband and somehow got the got the kid and the house. Like, how fucked up does the hub- husband have to be to not get the kid in that situation? Because it's New York, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like that's a, true. like most states, you know, for divorce, I mean, you know, it, it's hard to go against a, a mom, you know, to not get full custody. That's, I know, but that's what I mean. It's like, a sad state of affairs, man. But he, that's like, shh, why are you getting a divorce from him? Oh, I met a guy on this video game that became all consuming, and I didn't <laughs> watch my kid at all while I was playing this. Oh, and no, he I, came well, you saw the computer area. Times. Like, there was that TV off to the side of the computer, so maybe while she was deadling herself, she had Junior plugged in with some headphones watching SpongeBob, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that one scene from Face Off where that kid's that's listening to uh, Somewhere Under the Rainbow. That's like Nick Cage is going apeshit with the guns. That is exactly what I was going to say. As soon as you <laughs> said headphones, that's exactly where I was going to go. Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> But, I love John Travolta in that movie. I, mean, I don't like, give a fuck who's My dad got got the like you said you know this this is happen often, but my dad got the kids in his divorce. So like I don't, I really want to know what's wrong with this guy. And she's all like, he's he hates technology. He thinks it's evil. It's like, well, yeah, now like now he has a reason to hate technology. He lost his wife because of it. Maybe she was married to Ron Swanson. You don't know. <laughs> but why would you want to leave Ron Swanson? Exactly, man. This but, chick 
she was just kind of ah, – there was something off. Like you could tell like in a lot of people, they just have that crazy eye. She had the definite crazy stare like about her. Yeah, and then she – you know, eventually her and the Canadian don't work out. He, I guess he moves off to India. They don't really talk about it, but she says like, oh, he went to India and didn't have a home for me. So uh, that was yeah. that. And she's like, and I'm not There was something stupid. dark about the way she alluded to why he went to India, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, he must have been on the run or something. But she's even like, I'm not stupid. I'm a victim. Like, you can be a victim and stupid at the same time. That That's <laughs> that's possible. Uh, trust me, you see it every day if you just read a news clipping about someone who was, you know, something happened to them. You you can be dumb and, and a victim. It happens generally to stupid people. Uh, crimes do. So <laughs> Right now I'm thinking of that scene of like a Wolf of Wall Street where uh, DiCaprio's like licking his hand, getting ready to, to air hump the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, that's exactly it. <laughs> well, you wanna like, jump I, I Come on, we gotta that. get into it. We gotta get into it, man. I huh? think about that scene way too often throughout my day at any given point, though. I think about that movie too And I don't know why. It just kind of pops up. Yeah, but uh, then, then we go, we can go to the We'll probably go more fucked up as we go along, but somehow this- I, I don't. I don't think Asri Falcone was more fucked up than the two married people. No, no. I think the way she went about saying how much money she made, I don't understand. Because uh, they give out the figures like how much, like that, what the exchange rate is from Second Life to real life. From and, yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it's I, it took me fucking eight months to make this house, and you can sell it online for like." 120 bucks like well what the, what the hell like i'm sure you i'm sure she had other projects she was doing at a time she wouldn't just focus on the house she'd go back and forth with stuff but i don't understand how you've claimed to make over six figures she said well over so even oh, if you, well because okay i like i, I saw the little conversionary like i was really curious about that part like the way it boils down to is like essentially everything that would cost like 100 bucks she sells like in the in the store for like a hundred credits, whatever it transfers, you know, it, it works out to like a dollar, like for some of her like higher price stuff. And there's just so many of these people online that don't know how to code. They just give her like, you know, Oh, that's a quarter for a jacket or that's a dollar for a house. You know what I mean? It just piles up and piles up. So like when this chick does that six figures, I think that shit might be legitimate, man. Yeah. But I just don't understand her living situation. Hey man, you know, it's Detroit. Everybody lives together. You know what I mean? She's probably supporting. It looked like she was supporting a few old people, her parents, her brother. Yeah, I, mean, I know she's so. supporting her parents. She even says that she's probably got a lot of fiscal responsibilities. You know what I mean? I'm sure if it was just her, you know what I mean? I think she'd be doing all right. But uh, and then she goes on and gets to design Vegas on Second Life. Yeah, which is people who do that for free on Minecraft, and it looks better. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but and uh, this shit's still around, dude. You know that? Yeah, I, I remember oh, when Second Life. I can't say first came out, but when it first came onto the scene, I was in high school, and there, I, I maybe knew like two people who had played it, um, because they got into playing Second Life from playing a game called RuneScape. If you've ever heard of that terrible game, uh, which is like the broke, cheap ass version of World of Warcraft. I first learned about uh, this while watching The Office. Oh, second, so, yeah. Well, they even show that <laughs> clip. Uh, but I just, I remember when that game came out, I've never wanted to play it. Uh, and I think the documentary explains why. If, if you have some inkling of, addi- of an addictive personality, it can become addicting. And, uh, I found it, f- the only thing I can say, like, 
I guess we'll get to that to the end. But yeah, so that lady made shit tons of cash, apparently. Yep. And met all of her friends, and she, like, branched out into clothing lines, hair lines, and she changed the names of all of her stuff uh, to where they each brand had their own name so she could have better hold of her copyrights, and then she misspelled copyright. Um, <laughs> How dare you, sir? She did. I'm sorry. It was just, I saw that, and I was like, that's that's not right. Um, neither of those spelling, you don't just put a W and add GRT at the end of it. Or, yeah, GHT at the end of it. Like, you don't just combine two different words and make them one, and that's how you get copyright. I uh, think that's how it works in Second Life. <laughs> yeah, probably. What, what was their money even called? It was, uh... Like, Galleons. It was, like, from Harry Potter. Yeah, that's something <laughs> But I just... Uh, I don't know. Her, I wanted to learn more about her and learn more about this conversion rate as far as currency goes. Because, I, I, like you said, talking about Wolf of Wall Street, I kept thinking about penny stocks. Like, <laughs> oh, like people getting this stuff. Like, it's a total ripoff. How the hell uh, are people getting away with this? And then that lady loses all her income because they found that fat guy with hair loss with also long hair. Uh, who oh, that's right. The surfer dude who stole all the stuff from people. And the most disinterested, like, that lawyer was simply there because he was getting paid. Oh, yeah. He just had the most, like, dead He looked like a dead-eyed shark. Like, <laughs> he just was there for the cash and nothing else. But then every time you kind of went in on him, like, as he was explaining things, his uh, his complexion got a little bit brighter. So, like... It was more like, yes, I'm getting more money, and holy crap, this could be like a game changer of a case for me in my career. Right. Uh, that's all he saw it as. Kind of like in Better Call Saul, where Saul is presented with, you know, helping this guy make his own country. Like, if it was <laughs> legitimate cash, I would do this, but it's not. And if I did, you know, make this successful, holy crap, would I be in demand as a lawyer? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, oh, okay. And now the final guy. And then you oh, yeah, the man. A little bit. So there's this guy who plays this game. And when he plays the game, he plays as an 11-year-old girl. And he goes to... And he kind of explains it. Like, he'll explain, like, whenever you play Second Life, you have to assume everyone is over 18 because it's illegal to be under 18 and play this game. Um, even though the developers for this game say we don't... Uh, uh, sanction anything we, 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 we don't, don't want to rule anything we don't want to give the government you know the whole point about the internet is it's supposed to be free and whenever this guy goes on a murderous isis rampage uh he's only suspended for a day uh so he plays as this little girl who slowly turns into in yuasha with her little cat ears and all she just ever dances wants, all she wants to do is dance man and she tells him what she wants to do and then she starts realizing that him playing this game is causing his real life to fall apart. So she makes the decision that she's going to kill herself. She's going to end uh, her stay on the game after she has got done with pulling out a bunch of guns and just shooting a bunch of people's avatars in random stores and becoming a suicide bomber and blowing herself up and trying to kill other avatars because she's so frustrated with her second life and his real life getting in the way of her second life. Oh, and not to mention the fact that this person has got some serious sexual identity issues. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. Man, I mean, 
wow, like I, I just want to hug this guy and like you know fucking kick the shit out of his dad. Like someone needs to, someone needed to hug this dude a long time ago, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Fuck. and so like as it goes along, you're just like, God, this guy is a fucking weirdo. You know, necessarily judging. I mean. It's easy to kind of, like, judge him. You're just like, God, this guy, is, he's a creeper. This is like, <laughs> there is, he's, this guy's got serious issues and he needs to talk to somebody. Instead yep. of his fiance being like, I want nothing to do with this and I think what you're doing is stupid. Like, no, no, you need to get him a doctor um, and have some. Well, and how about her, him. too? She's she's like, I don't see anything, you know, like, she, she, was, she was basically saying, she's like, look, I know you know what kind of a person he is so you know but he's still willing to be with me so i'm okay with it. it's like she was clinging to the last desperate hope that this was the only guy you know she could get married to because that's what she wanted she's willing to it's just it's amazing at how wow how these people viewed themselves oh my god dear holy shit yeah i mean holy shit <laughs> it was uh and then you know and then, you know, the things break off with her, and his real life does slowly deteriorate. Even though I feel like where he's at now, he he has even said that like, he is in a happier place, even though monetarily it's maybe not as glorious as it once was. Uh, so he... <laughs> so her and they break up, and then he finally tells, you know, like, why he wanted to be this 11-year-old girl. And it's about how his, he had, what, three sisters growing up, I think is what he said? Yeah. And f- when they all became, whenever they started, or whenever they became 11 or around 11 years old is when oh. his father uh, started molesting the girls. And it was this something that was known man. and understood in the family. Uh, and everyone, Where was, did this motherfucker grow up, man? Holy I don't know. Shit. And then they talk about how, then he says, like, you know, and they just thought it was the girls. And it wasn't just the girls. Ah, and somehow he felt ashamed like he wasn't able to do anything and that's why he plays his 11 year old girl self because I'm in a way I guess that's where his childhood ended which I understand yeah, um, somebody should have hugged this dude a long time and then, ago and then he's in a happier place because he starts playing as a boy avatar um and then but it's still a little kid avatar not yeah, you know, why, not still, be, still, why not just be himself as an as an adult? Yeah. Well, then he th- he doesn't talk in, talk about himself in the third person anymore. He talks about how he who he is in this game. Like this is what he does. True. Remember when he's the girl? Like you, they don't show his face. It's always like just oh, his eyes. Oh, that's right. They didn't did or they? Just his mouth because I, I, I guess he's just speaking to you as if it was you know he's uh, only tell- he's like a narrator telling you the story shit, you don't actually okay. get to see the yeah but yeah something. he's not he's not the documentary he's not the, the documentarian then that's a different dude yeah. yeah uh and then he uh and so yeah that's that's pretty much how it ends and then you know the married couple's life is that woman traded everything away for a guy she met on the internet and uh her life is now in shambles uh the what Valcone, she got her empire back on Second Life. Yes, she did. No, so I'm happy for her. She met some friends in the real life Vegas. Wow, that would have been a party right there. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm serious. I think that'd have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I know. I wish it would have showed. She's like talking about how she was going to meet a bunch of people, but you only saw like two or three. I wish. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was probably like they just didn't want to sign off on it, but or I mean. Uh, uh, I guess you could have parsed two or three people at per lady. They were they were some thick ladies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
They were they were a little. Oh. Yep. <laughs> but that's what I don't get. It's like ah, it's like if you know, maybe I'm just boring. But like in any anything where I've had to, you know, you do like a creative thing, it's always been pretty much just the way my dumbass looks. You know what I mean? Like in real life, like in the the digital format. Maybe I'm just boring as shit. Um, I usually like, I, I could never really get into these kind of games. Like I, I had never heard of it, and now I'm aware of it. It's just like ah, I don't know, man. It's like I don't know. I mean, when I play certain games, I generally uh, just make a you know generic looking white guy to be me, which well, is I mean, that's, which is that's pretty much status quo for everyone on the show. Yeah, which is which is more <laughs> well, except for Aurora now, which is uh, more uh, outside of the realm of uh, normalcy. When I play NBA Two K, uh, it's just a numbers game. People I'm not not saying anything bad. It's just you don't uh, the white guys are not good at basketball unless they are shooting the three. Uh, that just, just how, or they're from Spain. Uh, but, so that's the only thing, but now I'm playing Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse and I just, I, it, which is funny because I could say like, this guy's a weirdo, but I just was like, oh, fuck it. You know, I'll just play as a girl on this game. A, because I've never seen a girl go Super Saiyan in Dragon Ball that Z. That would be pretty cool actually. So that's why I, I chose that. And I can't argue that. That's good. It's like, why? It's like, but we, like, we've never seen a girl go Super Saiyan. Like, why not do it? He's like, oh, her hair is just going to turn yellow. It's like, we don't know that yet. He's like, well, it'll be yellow and her ponytail that you gave her. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's like, well, I don't, I'm not this person. I'm just playing this game. I'm not going to get obsessed with it and it become my second life. Like it has become his because holy shit is he, ver- he is ingrained in this video game. Let me tell you. Maybe from now on, what I'll do is every avatar I have to create, I'll just pick like a different like C level celebrity <laughs> and just create them. Like the next the next time I have to do like a creative something, I'll, it'll I'll just make Chris McGlover. Like he'll be where I start, and then I'll just slowly rotate from there. <laughs> Maybe get Jake Busey. What about Mike Busey? No, I want nothing to do with Mike Busey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we'll kind of. Uh, Kind of going with I was Emilio saying. Estevez. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> my head's filling up now with with people to be. <laughs> Is Martin Sheen now a C celebrity? Like you know, he he used to be. I don't think so. He, I mean, he was just in you know the newest Spider Man. Oh, that's true. Was he? Would he even have a cameo? I mean, Dennis Leary stared at, stared at him while he was dead, but I don't think we ever saw Martin Sheen alive in this one. We didn't even hear his voice in that one. I don't think so. Oh fuck! Yeah, what I, movie? I, wow, I mean, both those movies—they they just kind of run together. The yeah. Amazing Spider-Man one and two. Well, there's a reason because they both suck. Uh, <sighs> they yeah. do. Yeah. Collectively, uh, I bet you could cut together a, a good movie yeah. from both of them. So, what do you think about this theory I have about not so much Second Life, but it, it's weird to for me to judge this person while getting into a, a video game because whenever I talk about a video but I know lots of people do, or even people do it whenever they talk about their team. Like, oh, well, yeah, I remember whenever we won the Super Bowl. Like, no, you didn't do shit. Uh, you're a fan of them. Uh, that's what happened. But, like, in a video game, it's like, oh, yeah, man, I had, like, 20 kills and two deaths last game, which I understand is not the greatest thing in the world, okay? Um, you had 50 kills and two deaths. I don't know. Is that a cool, is that a good KD ratio these days? Um but whenever we talk about games, we do talk about it as if we're actually doing them. Mm-hmm. And so when I came to Second Life and I'm started like making these judgments, like, oh, this isn't real. I'm like, ah, I use the same verbiage, but I guess the mentality behind that verbiage is very different. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, but then again, you know, I, I've never read a comic book and, you know, thought like, man, me and Spider-Man just beat the fuck out of Doc Ock. Yeah, but it's because you're reading something. But I'm talking about, like, when you actually are playing a video game, like a first-person shooter, like, you don't ever be like, so we're going up in this, like, I would like, if you're describing a game. Like, when I, I was describing Evil Within, like, I was like, so I walk in this fucking building and everybody is dead and is covered in blood. Like, right. when they say paint the town that. red, that is exactly what happened. Uh, so that's what I mean. It's like I, I think it's I think it's different. I mean, you know, you're in in games like that. You know, you're in there for a purpose. These people are just in the, in the you know the afterlife kind of game just to get away from their Second fucking normal day to day. Yeah, it, but but something and they they ignore you know their you know their, their fleshy lives to, to focus more on the digital. I mean, I, I think there's a there's some kind of disconnect, man, where you just you need to have a human interaction. You need to see real faces. You need to be able to touch actual people on the. I, I'm wary. People just get locked into that. They just get sucked in, man. It's like ah, oh, so just, it's a bad thing, dude. Like all this, you know. As much as as we love, you know, we do what we do thanks to you know the digital age and thanks to you know technology being what it is and the movies we're seeing nowadays and everything. You know, it's fantastic. I love it, but it's just I, I wish people would just take more of a time just to pause just once in a while and just fucking connect with with just one other person, man. It's just it, it's lost and it it's gonna be fucking gone before you know it, dude. It'll be like that goddamn shitty Bruce Willis movie where we're all like nine thousand pounds and we have like the actual you know people avatars running around. Oh, we've never met. Haven't we? Well, I mean, <laughs> I did have that one dream that I never explained about how you and I were supposed to save Anthony from somewhere we were in high school. Uh, <laughs> what? Huh. Yeah. Is it, can it be like a supernatural type of deal where we're like in a, at a rattled car and there's just like shotguns and... No, no, we were like, we were using no. subway systems. It was, I'm oh. telling you, it was the weirdest thing. I, I woke up and I was like, I have no idea what inspired that. Uh, I, I've only been on... Who were we saving him from? Uh, I don't really remember. It was, it wasn't so much like Bowser had him or anything. Like, you know, he wasn't like in a castle we had to save him. It was just I like... I think that's where, that's where you should have led with, is that Bowser had Tony. <laughs> we had to save him. No, I mean, like, he was like at his house, where I'm assuming I envisioned what his house looks like. And he was just, he was at his house, and we were like, oh, we need to go get Anthony. And I think it was to make, like, a live podcast together. But again, we were in high school. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so on that note, we will end this podcast because we have to go directly into another one. And we'll have a new Parts Unknown. I will. I don't know what it is yet. Whenever we get to the other podcast, we'll know. We'll find out soon with whatever shitstorm we're getting ready to get into. So, again, uh, I do recommend seeing Life 2.0. Oh, yes, please do. It was so fucking interesting. It is. I mean, just as a character study of people, it is fascinating. Yeah. Um, if you like watching shows like Hoarders and seeing like <laughs> what kind of train wrecks people's lives can be, you're going to want to sit down and make some popcorn for this one. And, uh, and I, I kind of glossed over it, but I, I think something, a point Anthony always want to make is this movie isn't about people who, who are playing these video games. It is, a, it, is a game, it is a documentary about addiction, and that is... Something very key, and I think will help you through this documentary if you understand it as an addiction. I'm just uh, glad these people have never met heroin. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, maybe they would be like that painter on Her- Heroes, and they could see the future. <laughs> uh, so from Parts Unknown, this is Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa, and we'll see you next time. 
For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment? 